0: Bond. The people would not, so wrote the governor under date of October 18th, consider Lincoln's election a sufficient cause for disunion, and the legislature would probably not call a convention. The governor of Alabama, under date of October 25th, thought Alabama would not secede alone, but would secede in cooperation with two or more states. The governor of Mississippi, under date of October 26th, wrote, quote, If any state moves, I think Mississippi will go with her. Unquote. On the same day, the governor of Louisiana answered, quote, I shall not advise the secession of my state, and I will add that I do not think the people of Louisiana will ultimately decide in favor of that course. Unquote. The governor of Georgia, under date of October 31st, Advocated retaliatory legislation and ventured his opinion that the people of Georgia would wait for some overt act. Florida alone responded with anything like enthusiasm, but only after the lapse of a month. Her governor said that Florida was, quote, ready to wheel into line with the gallant Palmetto State or any other cotton state or states, unquote, and thought she would unquestionably call a convention. The discouraging tone of these answers establishes, beyond controversy, that, excepting in South Carolina, the rebellion was not in any sense a popular revolution, but was a conspiracy among the prominent local officeholders and politicians which the people neither expected nor desired, and which they were made eventually to justify and uphold by the usual arts and expedients of conspiracy. Directly and indirectly, the South had practically controlled the government during its whole existence. Excited to ambition by this success, she sought to perpetuate that control. The extension of slavery and the creation of additional slave states was a necessary step in the scheme and became the well-defined single issue in the presidential election. But in this contest, the South, for the first time, met overwhelming defeat. The choice of Lincoln was a conclusive and final decision, in legal form and by constitutional majorities, that slavery should not be extended, and the popular vote of 1860 transferred the balance of power irrevocably to the free states. In the political discussions throughout this presidential campaign, as well as in preceding years, the South had made free and loud use of two leading arguments always with telling effect. The first, to intimidate the North, was the threat of disunion. The second, to fire the Southern heart, was the entirely unfounded alarm cry that the North, if successful, would not merely exclude slavery from federal territories, but would also destroy slavery in the slave states. The unthinking masses of the South accepted both these arguments in their literal sense, and Southern public opinion, excited and suspicious, became congenial soil in which the intended revolt easily took root. The state of South Carolina, in addition, had been little else than a school of treason for thirty years. She was, moreover, peculiarly adapted to become the hotbed of conspiracy by the fact that, of all the states, she was least Republican in both the character of her people and the form of her institutions. She was exclusive, aristocratic, reactionary, had a narrow distrust of popular participation in government, and longed for the distinctions of caste and privilege in society. It would seem that before the governor's replies were all received, the consultation or caucus for which they were solicited was held, and the program of insurrection agreed upon. Circumstances rendered a special session of the South Carolina legislature necessary. The election was held during the month of October. Local fanaticism tolerated no opposition party in the state, and under the manipulation of the conspirators, the prevailing question was, who was the most zealous resistance candidate? To a legislature elected from this kind of material, Governor Gist, on November 5th, sent a defiant revolutionary message, the first official notice and proclamation of insurrection. He declared that our institutions were in danger from the hostility of the fixed majorities of...